0: Darling, didn't anyone ever tell you the rules you use to judge yourself aren't real? What's going on everyone? It's Rebecca Biggie. I am the founder of the Body Image Solution. We are an organization that is raising up a generation of women who feels confident in their natural body. What do you think about that? I think it's fantastic. I think the Body Image Solution is amazing. We do have an online self-paced course that you can go through to help build a better relationship with your body specifically. It dives into all the things that maybe are influencing how you see yourself in an eight week program. So in two months, you can have a totally different relationship with your body. What do you think about that? It's possible. I've done it. Other people have done it and you can do it too. Go to the thebodyimagesolution.com, learn about the program, enroll if that's something you are ready to take on, or just keep listening to the Friday episodes. You are a premium subscriber. You already know what it is. You already know what's up. You are listening to the Friday episodes. That means you, you signed up through Spotify or Apple Podcasts and you are in it to win it. So if you want to take this to the next level, I'm going to blow the roof off this thing, <laughs> put your body image and body confidence into overdrive. You go snag the body image solution, and you get uh, you get hooked up into that. Your life's going to change and I'm not even exaggerating. That's what people have told me after they come out of that. Come out of that program. So solution.com. Check it out. Check it out. And happy Friday. Happy Friday. On this Friday, you and I, we're going to have a little bit of a heart-to-heart. Is that okay? Can we? Can we have a little bit of a heart-to-heart on this gorgeous, beautiful Friday that was given to us by God to enjoy... Okay, we can. I want to ask you a couple questions. Uh, This episode is about the fact that losing weight doesn't change who you are. It's also about the fact that gaining weight doesn't change who you are. It is a truth that is overlooked so often because we are told the opposite, aren't we? We are told that if you lose weight or if you gain weight in certain areas depending on the time right like there are ads for products called weight on back in the 1960s that literally promoted gaining weight because god forbid you're skinny men don't like skinny women so you gotta fill out your bathing suit and make sure you put that weight on i'm not kidding you look that up that That will shift your perspective a little bit just to how ridiculous beauty standards are because it's never been about health. I'll say that. It's never been about health. It's always been about profit and money. And the truth of the matter is your weight can change. It can go up or down. But who you are, the thoughts you have in your head, how you view other people, your outlook on life is going to stay the same, even as your body changes. You have control over how you think about things, how you see things, your perspective. That's something that, believe it or not, is not tied to the way your body looks. So if you are sitting here today on this Friday saying, I really want to lose weight, if I lose weight, I will be more confident. If I lose weight, I will be happier. If I lose weight, I will, I will, I will. I am here to tell you, you will feel the same. Deep down at the end of the day, sitting with your thoughts, when your head hits the pillow, your brain is going to find a different thing to latch onto. If you don't teach your brain to stop latching on to problems that don't exist. So there are a few different things we need to think through here. There are problems that exist and there are problems that don't exist. Problems that exist are like, I have developed unhealthy habits that lead to my body feeling sluggish, feeling tired, I'm prone to injury, I'm not very flexible, I can't lift things like I used to be able to, that's an actual problem because those are having actual health impacts on your body. I feel fine. Then there are problems that don't exist that our brains make up because of what we see in culture. Because of what we see on Instagram, because of what we see in advertisements, because of these illusions that are painted before us that actually aren't real. We start to tell ourselves our bodies shouldn't change. We start to tell ourselves we need visible abs, we need a big round booty, we need a certain size bra size. You know, we gotta never have wrinkles. We got to look young forever. I don't know how we're going to do that, but that's an expectation that we have on ourselves. But what I want to ask you is why? Not why do we have those expectations on ourselves? It's because of culture. It's cultural conditioning. But I want to ask why do you feel you need to change something about your body? Asking yourself why is a powerful practice to include in your dialogue with yourself. Why? Why do I want to change the way I look? Is it because you want more attention, more acceptance, more validation? Don't get me wrong. It's okay to seek validation. We need to be validated as humans. like We do. But you need to be careful about who you seek that from and how much you really need in order to feel good about yourself. That's what I talk about in my book, Social Currency. All the different ways that we seek validation and social worth. It's insane. The book isn't out yet. I know, I'm, I, I almost didn't even want to mention it because obviously, like, these are evergreen episodes. These will live on. Until the book is published. But if you're listening to this in real time, I'm sorry, it is not out yet. This has been a hilarious, frustrating, kind of ridiculous story of getting this book published, but it is on its way. So hang tight. Lift off and the clock has started. But ask yourself why. Why do I want to lose weight? Why do I want a bigger booty? Why do I think I need a boob job? Why? because I mean the answer is gonna be something ridiculous. like let's let's just be honest the answer is going to be something kind of ridiculous and I want you to either write this down or say it out loud as you think through this because if you keep your thoughts in your mind, it's your brain working against your brain, your internal brain working against your internal brain. But when you put thoughts, Outside of yourself, either writing them down or speaking them out loud, now it's your brain versus the outside world. And there is actually a different part of your brain that interprets external messages versus internal messages. Did you know this? It is true. Internal messages are more likely to be believed because it's coming from you. External messages are interpreted by a more logical, objective part of your brain. So that's why when you say something out loud for the first time, you realize how ridiculous it is. Or you realize, I actually I actually don't want that. No, I I, I don't I don't want to get back together with him. He was actually really, really mean. Or I felt really lonely when I was with him. No, I don't want my ex back. I just was feeling lonely and thought about looking at his Instagram or texting him or calling him. And this is why, I mean, maybe I seem crazy to other people, but I really don't care because I know I'm not crazy to myself. I talk to myself out loud. I talk myself through things because I know this brain hack, which is I need to access a logical part of my brain right now. And I can't do that if I keep all my thoughts bottled up inside my brain. So... Fun fact, quick tip, life hack, confidence hack, do that. You know, you can call it journaling, you can call it goal setting, I don't know, whatever you want to call it so that you do it, fine by me. There's, there is science to it. <laughs> you need to access a logical, objective part of your brain. And what I'm getting at here is usually what we want as women when we want to change part of our body is that we want love we want acceptance we want to feel beautiful we want to feel important and and we want to be loved you know everyone wants to be loved and that's not a bad thing but it's how you go about getting that love and validation and approval that's going to either increase your confidence or increase your insecurity. Because if you're getting it from a shallow, superficial place, that's shallow and superficial. So you're going to need a lot of it all the time, constantly to feel good. But if you're getting it from a deep, meaningful, secure place, you're going to be building your confidence because you know that no one can take that from you. So if you're building confidence around a relationship with your body, you're viewing your body through the lens of appreciation and respect and commitment, that's going to be more secure than a relationship that's built on what you weigh and what size you wear. Like, honestly, think about it like a relationship with anyone else. If your marriage was built on, <laughs> my husband has washboard abs and I've got a nice rack. Well, over time, that marriage is going to fall apart. If someone with a better rack comes along, your husband's going to leave you. Someone with nicer washboard abs comes along, you're going to leave him, right? Like it's a shallow connection. It's not secure, but if your relationship and your marriage is built on trust and respect for the other person and a deep knowing of the other person and regular showing of appreciation for the other person, that's solid. That is solid rock solid and someone who comes along with a nice rack isn't going to threaten what you have so you will be able to be more confident because it is built on something that you can have confidence in beautiful beautiful that's the difference and the same is true with a relationship with your body like we ...have been taught as women to objectify and sexualize our own bodies... ...to only value ourselves based on what we think other people will find attractive... ...or based on what we have been taught is attractive. And that's just not a good way to value your body. Not if you want to be confident. Because the way that you value your body is the thing that you are going to feel threatened by. So if you value your body because you think you're hot... You're going to feel threatened by other hot people. But here's here's the best part. If you value your body based on the fact that you respect everything that it does, you respect everything that it has been through and done for you, you regularly show appreciation for your body, I mean, there's really nothing that can come along that's going to threaten how you feel about your body. If anything, things will come along and you will be inspired to do more with your body, to do different things with your body, to appreciate your body in new ways, the, the comparison then becomes inspirational. Whereas before, the comparison is competitive, like which one's better? When you're coming from an insecure place, comparison creates competition. But when you're coming from a confident, secure place, comparison creates inspiration. And that's what it's all about. That's what it's about. So while I went and one thing before, before I end this episode, this, this has been actually a lot of really good things uh, in just 15 minutes here. One thing, I do have a mini course on relationships and on how to build a relationship with your body because this is kind of a new concept. This is not just self-love. It is, but it's a much more practical step-by-step, like what does that look like and how do we make sure we're being practical and not just toxic positivity, right? I have that mini course, find it in the show notes. You can get a link to to enroll in that course. But the other thing I want to talk about is someone might come along and play devil's advocate and say, well, but I lost weight. And I did feel better. It did change who I was and how I saw things. And I, I feel better now. Um, or I did feel better at that point, And now I've gained the weight back. And now I don't feel as good. So actually, I will feel different if I lose weight again. And my my counter argument to that is, was it that you lost weight? Or was it that you were practicing a healthy routine And because of those actions you took, you felt better. Like what if you take the weight loss out of it and you just had, you know, eating food that wasn't super high in sugar or fat or whatever and and you really felt energized after what you ate or working out regularly so you had more endorphins and so you felt stronger and you actually were stronger and you felt more motivated and uplifted because of those endorphins or getting enough water so you are hydrated and you didn't feel sluggish towards the end of the day getting enough sleep like weight loss is usually an outcome of habits that are healthy and sustainable if you are doing sustainable healthy routines your body is going to respond to that and it's going to look the way that matches Your actions. But the actions are what is actually important from a health perspective. And I want to say too, you don't get to decide what your healthy body looks like. And no one else gets to judge what your healthy body looks like. Health and healthy routines need to be the goal. And... There are just some things about your genetics, some things about the way that you were created that may not line up with your expectations or an expectation that someone in your life has. But what I want you to remember and be encouraged by is that you were uniquely divinely created to look the way you do. I'm never going to have really thin legs. I'm never going to have thin thighs and and like these dainty little calves and thin ankles. Like that's not the way that my body is put together. It's not. And for whatever reason, I felt self-conscious about the size of my legs for a while, for a number of years when I was in like High school, college, post-college a little bit, I felt self-conscious about them. I thought that I needed to have smaller legs in order to be healthier or to be more attractive or whatever. And at a certain point, I just had to come to terms with the fact that this is the way my body is shaped and I would have to have very unhealthy patterns in order to drop the amount of weight that it would require for my legs to be thin. Beautiful, beautiful. Genetically, I'm not made that way. But I know and I can confidently say that my routines are promoting a healthy, balanced, physical body. And that is more important to me than meeting some type of body ideal or body standard that was created by culture and internalized by myself at some point throughout my life. So I'm not going to sit here and tell myself that I need to change the way I look or my weight because if I do, then that means I'll be healthier. That means that I will be happier. That means that my life will somehow be fixed because that's not true. What's actually going to matter is keeping focused on the healthy routines that make my body feel good. So yes, maybe you did feel better when you were 10 pounds lighter, but I would argue you felt better because of the routine you were in more so than the fact you may have lost some weight. That's what you should focus on rather than the number on the scale, the number on your pants, the number on your dress. Those numbers are just vanity metrics that we think, well, if I weigh this certain amount, then then I'm good. What if you could be good right now? What if, what if you were in this forever? What if you couldn't screw it up? Then what? So that's what I wanna leave you with. Losing weight isn't going to change the way you think about your body. Changing the way you think about your body is going to change the way you think about your body. And I have that mini course walking through what love actually is and the building blocks of it and how to practice building a loving relationship with your body starting wherever you're at. So you can grab that mini course. It's going to be linked in the show notes. Just go to the description of the episode. Scroll down to where you see a link. Check it out. Okay? This is your Friday episode. What a great episode this has been. Hey, if you have not left a rating and review on this podcast on iTunes or Spotify, go ahead and do that. I mean, you're a premium subscriber. I'm guessing you love this. So you've got something to say about Confidently She. I would love to see that rating and review come through. It means so much to me. And hey, if you have not joined the email list for the Body Image Solution, head over there to thebodyimagesolution.com forward slash join and you will get added to the email newsletter and get all updates from me and everything that we are doing over at The Body Image Solution. We are an organization that is bringing up a generation of women who are confident in their natural bodies and what an important mission that is. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I can't wait to see you in the next one.